You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. It's the day before Valentine's Day, and thank you so much for spending it with us because we love you. What do we talk about? Scott! Uh, Sophie made a choice, and the choice is to return to the podcast. Yay! <laughs> we talk about ice skating Scotland and the movie The Cutting Edge. Then we open the gates. You'll get it when we get there. Yeah. Uh, we talk about the Olympics and how Canada rules, and then we talk a lot about figure skating and skiing. John? Yeah, we talk about Valentine's Day plans and how I got none, how Stanley likes a good steak. We talk so much about video games this episode, like a uh, building a little town in the game of Banished, and about how I play Eve. We talk about Fallout New Vegas and how you should never, ever buy Bethesda games on a console. We give a little minor spoilers to The Last of Us, which is like, pretty much okay. The game's like two years old. And uh, how much great sex there is in Blood Dragon. Sophie? <laughs> Computers hurt Keith's feelings, apparently. They do. Uh, we talk about civilization. We talk about a lot of movies, one of which being That's My Boy. Apparently it's bad, but it's good. And Premium Rush has a lot of extreme biking. <laughs> so <Yes>. much. <laughs> so much. Scott made it to H and ABCs of death. F is for fart. Netflix horror wins with John. We talk about vomitoriums. We yeah. will vomit into and out of your ears Here all night long. This is the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Yeah. Head on down to Smith's and you'll find the old button presser home. Yeah, like for all the buttons you pressed. Because that guy presses, presses a lot of buttons. Comes from a long line of button presses. Uh, his whole apprenticeship. Yeah, he's just, I spent he like seven years in button yeah, pressing school. Yeah, we did. The button, the button presser apprenticeship. That's that gonna crabbed. suck, dude. I've been playing with my mic, and it's gonna sound like fingers on a mic. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> the fingers on the mic is usually when the music is still playing. Have I told you how much I hate it when you just start? That's pretty much. That's how funny because I love it when it just starts because it feels like it's like the natural intro. Just We're walk, all just chatting. You just walk into the exactly, room and the four of us are sitting here. Uh, it's, yeah, uh, it's February 13th, or maybe it's February 14th, Valentine's Day, and you don't have anything better to do than to listen to this podcast and just stumble Actually, in on the Actually, that makes you probably John Lechman. <laughs> John Button Presser. That's right. Well, this, this goes out to you guys, mm-hmm. uh, hanging out by yourselves with your chocolate boxes. Chocolate? <laughs> They're it's empty really, now. And bucket really, of wings. Yeah. We okay. really enjoy this time together. Oh. And, um, maybe the flowers you bought yourself. <laughs> But I uh, just don't feel it's working out. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm totally going to forget about that. And then I'm going to have my, my Valentine's Day is going to be Scott breaking up with me again. <laughs> I think we should just be friends. Aww. The words that we always hate to hear. Can I please have my copy of Eternal Sunshine back? <laughs> I lent it to you some time ago, and you still haven't watched it and I would like to lend it to a new girl. It's funny. The only person, <laughs> the only person who really bothers me about the movies that they've lent to me is Ronan. Really? Yeah. Why would <laughs> like, did you watch that movie I lent you a year ago? I'm like, no. <laughs> watch that show I keep recommending to you? Also, no. To be fair, like we're we're almost professional consumers of media, and we're extremely shitty about watching things that we hand to each other and reading things and playing games that we lend to each other. Particularly if Ronan lends Yeah, them it to takes months. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not, though. What? You let me those Chuck Klosterman books, and it I took ripped through four them like, years Pop. to get them back. Though, to be fair, that's because they passed through me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I read them all right that's, away, and when I returned true. them to you, yeah. Keith was like, oh, "Maybe I'll read it." <laughs> yeah, and that's what happened. I'll read it eventually. I read the Klosterman. I read the Klosterman. Does anyone have anything like time sensitive? I have a bunch of shit to talk There's about. So well, I just have a about. reminder. I mean, this, you guys have done a couple of podcasts without me. No? Sausage Fest. Well, that's right? really not our fault, though. You were sick. What? Am I accusing you of anything, Keith? Why are you, you are. being all defensive? Listen, look, Shut she, up, she's Keith. acting like this on the audio, but her fist was in my face, shaking <laughs> angrily while Ladies she was talking. Ladies and gentlemen, Keith dealing with women, immediately <laughs> getting defensive. Yay. What the fuck, man? So, what, so, so reminder? Where are we? Reminder that I'm yeah. here. Oh. Yeah. So we always assume that Sophie's here. We draw yeah. attention to it when it's not here. Yeah. 
We're like, it's kind of the exception. We're like, boys only, no selfies allowed. Let's talk about sports. Was it high fives <laughs> all around for the entire hour? No, but it was a lot of sports talk. It sure yeah, was. It's okay. Go back and listen in episode 54 and 53 for sports. <laughs> also, Sophie didn't listen to those episodes when she was here. Because <laughs> I knew it was about sports. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, Sophie? Sports. <laughs> No, seriously, it's Olympics. I'm signing up. Uh, I'm signing up John for ice skating lessons. John, John Say McGovern. What? Say McGovern. Yeah. McGo- yeah, not you, John. Yeah. Um, John was like, John. "What now?" Yeah. <laughs> Occasional, <laughs> I was like, okay. Scottish boy. Occasional vagrant and maple syrup aficionado. Yeah. Yeah, Scottish boy. He's uh, signing up for ice skating lessons. We're going to p- pick up uh, a pair of used skates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's as sports-like as we get. We've been painting the bedroom. Oh, oh! Can I take sports bets? Who wants to bet one of them is going to break something? A bruised tailbone. Absolutely yeah. a bruised Who's tailbone. Who's one of them? <laughs> you were McGovern. I'm not fucking skating. Are you what? kidding me? That'd be suicide. What? You're just going to send him out on his own? Yes. Go, go. Make friends. <laughs> go fall down for my amusement. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should make a group event of watching him. Like, not skating with him, but just like all of us on the sidelines being like, you can do it. And like, <laughs> clapping along. I really feel We'd like... We'd have hot cocoa. Like, we should yeah. do this. No, like, I think... <laughs> I, think, so I don't think he's ever seen it, but I think really to prepare for this, he needs to watch the movie The Cutting Edge. I've never seen that. What is that? What? What really? is it? I haven't is this, seen is this Cutting Scott, Edge. I, I have not seen Cutting Edge. Oh, oh my God. We're totally watching The Cutting Edge for a movie club. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I have that's the amazing. next movie club one. Yeah, okay, but I still get a choice. Soppy. If none of you have seen it, seriously, nope, amazing. I haven't. It's it's about a hockey player who then breaks his leg and can't play hockey anymore. I forgot I was taking notes. And ends up being taken in as a like a training partner for a figure skater okay and then becomes the pairs skating so this rough and tumble canadian uh-huh. hockey player becomes a, a figure, figure skater, figure skater. Yeah, so it became okay. like the uh were you gonna the, say the guy in the mighty ducks who goes the other way i was gonna say the groundwork for the battle of the blades reality tv show very similar to that yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. it's like a famous line when he first skates out onto the ice he takes two steps and face plants and the girl just walks cruises by him and toe pick yeah huh. yeah yeah no Maybe yeah. I have seen that yeah. moment. I feel like that. It's like a famous film. I think that's what you just say when someone falls down. I can't like skate having, for from shit, having I figure bet. skating skates and not like <laughs> hockey skates. <clears throat> there is a speaking of figure uh, ice skating, all skating. There's a gorgeous rink right by my house, and I walk by it. When oh I'm yeah, the, the kid uh, off. you have one of the like four or five uh, Habs, Habs rinks. rinks. Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. there's a beautiful hockey rink, but also right next to it is a beautiful skating oval. Like just, an outdoor just skating, yeah. Oh, awesome. I I don't really like skating, and I want to skate on that. Yeah. <laughs> I see it, I'm like, man, I really like skating. Wow. Yeah, when there was the uh, when there was the hockey rink, uh, I don't know if they still do it there at um, what's that park? The one there, Westminster. Beaver Lake. No, the one right at the end of Westminster. One where you like like when you were, where you're, like there's Park Row East and Park Row West, and the park that's in the middle of that. Yeah, Park Row. Is it Park Row? Yeah. Fascinating. Okay. Anyway, Park Row, they set up an ice cream. I don't know if they do it at the same time, but yeah, my roommate at the time, Chris. Chris used to, like, hop up, like, if they had shoveled it, and, like, if he woke up early, he would go and, like, skate for, like, 30, 40 minutes before going to work, and he was like, it's the fucking best. You just go, you skate a couple <laughs> laps, you have a stick, do some stick handling, like, hmm. shoot a puck at a net, and he's like, fucking, it's like jogging, but, like, you feel more Canadian. Canadian. The, other, <laughs> the other thing is, this park has a Zamboni. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, hazard right. to fucking clear it fucking yeah. proper. So like an outdoor skating rink. Yeah, they get that, rough. Yeah. Yeah. That's Zambonied every day. That's right. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It must be fucking packed on the weekends. I have no idea. I only see it at 7 in the morning when I'm dropping the kid off at daycare and it looks amazing. Is there just like one guy who's like... No, no. It's always pristine and brand new ice. and Crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Olympics, Anyways, though. Yeah. yeah. So but... John John figure skating. Uh, I think Are he wants... figure skates? <clears throat> no. He wants to play hockey. He's a big fan of hockey, so he wants to play. So I figured the first thing to do would be get him to learn to skate. (laughs) Yeah, that that comes first. You you can do things in conjunction, though. You could probably hook him up with, like, a ball hockey group. And, the, and while learning to skate, so we can like learn the stick handling and the skating separately. That's a good point. Plus, it's together. summertime; like there might be street hockey yeah, exactly. like leagues. No, he's going to be signing up. I think he's starting uh, this coming Monday. Hmm. Yeah. Lots, lots of very good hockey players learn to figure skate first. I was going to say lots of very. I thought you were going to be like lots of very good hockey players come out of Scotland. I was like, name one. <laughs> name a single good hockey player to come out of Scotland. If anyone one. can, it's Scott. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like directly, like born in Scotland. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no. Okay. <I've... laughs> 
There's a few that have Scottish heritage, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... yeah, no, yeah. that's all I got. That's about it. And the other news was we're painting the bedroom to look like castle walls. So you guys would be like, when... Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Nope. Don't... <laughs> By the power of Grayskull. Just like a million things. So when John breaches you... <laughs> said open the gates. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you not... can find some underwear that has like a drawbridge printed on the front. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the siege of hell. I was deep. holding it. I was trying to hold it back but then it came out. Holy shit. If anybody is not manly it's Prince Adam. He has no business in my bedroom. For uh, me. So what about he? 10,000 yeah. 10, Urukai outside <laughs> stomping in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> That's... We've killed Scott. <laughs> I think he's uh... every scene ever from <laughs> any movie. <laughs> the entire second movie, of Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Uh... That's, uh, that's great, guys. Well, uh... it looks amazing. It's the worst love yeah. scene of all time. <laughs> <laughs> just even just trying to like make it like like a. You know My what? lady, you, you know what you guys? I got will this. breach you. You you guys got this. I'm just, I'm just gonna go. Yeah, you guys got. Yeah. Just blowing the horn. The horn of Gondor. Yeah. But that 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 that's what they're calling that's it now. What they call it that. That's what kids call it these days. For fuck's sake, somebody else say something. I was about to talk about the Olympics, being that uh, Olympic history. Oh. Are Olympic. we in first place right now? In the first time in history. Really? Where we are simultaneously. We technically, the winner of the Olympics is declared about the most gold medals, but still medal count is the other the other metric. And right. this is, we are simultaneously leading, like to be like a real first place, you need to be leading in gold and in medal count. Okay. And that's like the full first You're place. You're in first. And, and that's we've been us. that yeah. way for day four and day five. Like we're still in first. Awesome. So it's been the first time in winter or summer Olympic history that Canada has been first for like entire days huh. of gold medal and medal count. Fucking super fun. Yeah. Fucking Russia's in like seventh. <gasps> Suck really? Suck it, Russia. Russia. <laughs> Netherlands and Norway are second and third. I they're was having brunch yeah, right. uh, at Old Orchard and I saw the figure skating stuff and I saw that, that tiny little Russian girl. Mm-hmm. Something, Yulia? I, I don't know. She was fucking sure. amazing. She they should be. Yeah. The Olympics. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's like an entire <sighs> event that happens every four years to showcase like. Well, I found compared to the other ones, she was better. This is what I'm Did saying. Did she lose? I don't know. I didn't watch that. I was no. eating. Uh, I will say, I will say, at least for the uh, the one event that I've watched fully, I've watched a lot of highlights here and there. It's all mm-hmm. taking place during the day, so I like, yeah, pop yeah. in on a break or whatever. The one event that I watched fully was the uh, men's moguls. Yeah, I watched that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and and like that's a messed up sport. It is a very, like, there's so many factors going on in that for- sport too, right? Because it's like speed. Style on the moguls and difficulty points on your little jumpity jump. Yeah, two jumpity jumps. Two jumps, exactly. So you have so. to go down the hill really, really fast. The yeah. hill is covered in bumps, and then there's two giant jumps that launch you. While you're going the over those bumps, it's not enough to go over them fast. You need to go over them fast and have your knees perfectly together and your skis staying parallel. Yeah. Because if you're just going over them fast willy nilly, fucking anybody could do that. No, but exactly, you yeah. lose points on your like style of the bumpity bumps. Yeah. So then, then is boom, that a technical term? Jump. Yes. Yeah. Then boom, a jump where you're like, we expect you to fucking flip and spin three times in the air. And land on bumps. And then land directly into the bumps and then keep going. Did Twice. we win? Yeah, we, we won first win. and second and came in, the third guy came in fourth. Crazy. It was like Canada, Canada, Russia, Canada. Yeah, we were really hoping for a full... Canada, Canada, Canada? Full Canada yeah. podium. Well, this skiing talk is making me want to watch Ski School again. That's a good movie. That I love it. that fucking movie. No. I never saw it. Ski also, school? Like ski it's patrol. like Police Academy, but but skis. Yeah. Yeah, ski awesome. patrol is funny, but not not also as timeless. I don't remember what this sport is, but the same um, French newspaper that revealed the whole doping scandal in the Tour yeah. de France, they revealed that the U.S. and Russians are trading votes figure in figure skating. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, both countries are like, no, 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 we're not doing it. But they're, apparently, they're not they're not in direct competition because the well, no, no, no. It's it's the there's there's like there's ice dancing, couples figure skating, singles. What the fuck is the difference between ice dancing and couples less, figure skating? Less jumping. Less jumping, more footwork. Huh. 
Okay. Basically. I think it's contact, too. Contact needs to be maintained in ice dancing or, like, for much longer periods. Like, couples figure skating, you and I could be skating because we're a couple. We are. Obviously. Yeah. You and I could be, like, skating, like, very close to each Straight other. to John. So always. Always. Well, yeah. Well, of of, of really all of you, I'm the most in a relationship with John. <laughs> <laughs> so, say you and I are skating, like, in, like, precision formation right, next to each touching. other. But we're not touching. Right, we're just doing, like, right. woo, like, chasing each other around. He's the shorter one, so he's wearing the little skirty thing. Exactly. Yeah. I can totally imagine Plus, I can that. lift him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I believe, and I don't know if there's any, like, Olympic aficionados, but I believe it's it's contact. You're and, the little uh, skirty thing, no matter who he, he, or he was dancing with. I don't care who throws Keith. The only way I imagine him falling on ice is like a rock. I just, no grace there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I see. That old Saturday Night Live sketch where... It was Nancy Kerrigan and Chris Farley. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to the lift. <laughs> and she sticks the landing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. So they're trading So, they, so they, they, they traded to be like, so for instance, like Russia's favored to win, uh, like say the girls and fucking USA's finished, favored to win ice dancing. Right. Whereas there isn't a strong US female skater, so whatever. So it's like Russia's going to push their ice dancers for America pushing the, their, yeah, the others. Russia. Yeah. Huh. It's also an even bigger deal because there's uh, this year, or at least I don't know how long it's been going on because I really haven't paid attention to figure yeah. skating that yeah. much, but there's some sort of a team event okay. where it's like you have all the medals, but then also everybody's performance is worth like an additional medal. So it's like you can really boost your medal stats if you win the team event and stuff. So hmm. This is starting to sound like a video game. Honestly, all this like ice dancing, skating shit is kind of bullshit to me. It's not like somebody's like faster or stronger or whatever. They're like more artsier. And it's yeah, but, all up to judges. That has always been super suspect. Yeah, but so so much of the Winter Olympics are though, like the ski jumping. There's always a form oh. element to it. It's yeah. like, like for instance, like the like the ski jump, like the distance jump, yeah, yeah. which doesn't have any flips. It's still it's just they all just distance. Jump and they go distance. But there's still a score component of your form in the air and your how you landed. Yeah, it's not just like a summer Olympics where it's like jump real far or run faster than the other guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there's there's a lot of style components. Or the in the vault. It's exactly like the vault. It's yeah, exactly the like vault that has style. Yeah. Vault, vault has style points. Uh, I agree with you completely. It's yeah. Because as a fan, you can't figure out who won until someone yeah, else tells totally. you. Totally. Now, if, that, you're, that, if you're like that's an Uber fan, I'm I sure can. that you, you're going to notice a lot more details that we would miss. But I, I still think because there's an artistic interpretation element to it, that's never going to be one clear winner. You could watch talk. ice dancing and say that person definitely beat that person. Uh, figure skating. I don't know about ice dancing, but um, yeah, like I. I I've been I, watching I, for years at figure skating, and I can tell when somebody. I can tell when someone like, like blows. Yeah, like I can tell when someone blows it out of the fucking park, and you're like, yeah. "Whoa!" But then if two people do that, and I'm like, "Now who blew it yeah. further out of the park?" That's yeah. where I can. Yeah. Whatever. Because you'll see subtle Challenge things. accepted. Okay, Whatever. But... I can't tell that shit for hockey, but you're like... No, the puck goes no, in. No, you net. absolutely can. Because if, 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 if hockey, it, the goal goes in the net, it went in the net, there's a big blaring light. No, but That's when a you're good going, Olympic sport. When you evaluate the performance of the players... You, you this do. Guy did really you good do. You one can evaluate it on if, if one one <laughs> got the goal, the puck in the net. That's the evaluation of their skills, and that's the only thing that matters to me. If there was something that clear in in like ice dancing, I would fucking watch it. Well, but, it's but not there, that. there, I think there is right. Is if you if you set up like it's all in subtleties, John. But I don't, I don't I, want I, subtleties I don't in even, an Olympic I don't sport. even think it's yeah. that subtle. I'm, I guarantee you that the judges have like fucking basically all the moves with the degree of difficulty assigned to those moves. And then you know... Sale and Pelche is the ultimate example of why that's wrong. Because oh. they got s- screwed out of a medal, the gold medal, one year when a judge scored them lower because they didn't realize who was on the ice. It was like, oh, they're really important, so I meant to give them a higher mark. What? That, that happened at the Olympics in, in Vancouver. They were just like, oh yeah, it's them. They're, they're actually very famous, so I should have given them a higher mark. Yeah. Like, no, but that, and that was bullshit. But then that—that's a flaw with the judging system, not necessarily the fact that there's a scoring system. Like the way I understand it, at least with like slope style stuff, like yeah. X Games, which is like what I do know, where it's like this move is worth like X number of points, and then right. you deduct for like if he doesn't, if, landing, if he doesn't have sloppy landing, whatever. sloppy takeoff, you add like various points or whatever, and then like that's. That's how it is on paper. I think yeah. there's almost anything where it's like there's that subjective element. There might be like artistic merit where you get to have a little. That's true. A lot of sports do have that degree of difficulty. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which is just your. A lot, but... but that artistic merit is of such dubious value. I don't know. I, I just, I, it's not I even that. It. I just I don't even think it makes for good spectating. Well, like if I watched if I watched the Summer Olympics, the men's rings. 
Yeah. At the end of it, I would just be like, oh, okay, those three people didn't fuck up, so... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was it was actually kind of weird on the moguls the on That's... the moguls competition because like literally the only reason Alex Bilodeau was a clear winner is that he didn't fuck up whatsoever. Like when he did his run, I was like, every other guy who are world class moguls had like a little moment where the their skis faltered or whatever, and like right. Alex Bilodeau just like went down super Perfect. fast, did his little like off axis ten eighty and whatever which is where you turn sideways in the air, spin a 1080, and then go back. What? Yeah, exactly, because you don't spin up... <laughs> you don't spin standing up straight, because that'd be, like, for pussies or something. Yeah. Same thing, too, man. These fucking stunts. <laughs> Hold on. Was, he went, like, his body horizontal in the air and then started yes, spinning? Yes, that's called an off-axis spin. <laughs> that's amazing. Because <laughs> you're not spinning on the axis that you're skiing on. Right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. Did so, you see the, in the, the round of 20, yeah. there was that Finland dude with the giant beard? Probably, yeah. He did his his last shot. I it didn't score very well, but I was super impressed by it. It was a a late front flip. Okay. So he jumps and then supermans for like half of his airtime and then tucks and flips right at the end. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Terrifying. <laughs> Just like watching these moguls fly underneath you and like I'm gonna have to flip and, over at some point and, and flip and land. Yeah. 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 yeah so we, well, there we. I was watching the the men's slope style where we uh, were in the bronze and. Uh, Mark McMaster? Mark McMorris. Mark McMorris had a little bit of a squirrely landing, which was pretty much why he had a bronze when the mm-hmm. other guys were, like, next to perfect. But I was like, he fucking had, like, a 1440. Which I was like, when did that start being a thing in fucking snowboarding? Like, four full rotations in the air? And just being like, how did that get you a bronze? <laughs> like, like, I was like, I kind of stopped watching, like, snowboarding in, like, the mid-2000s or whatever. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. so this... Now what, it's normal. Now 1440s were just like almost like half the field were busting out 1440s and some of them were going, what's the one above 1440? 1620? Would that be right? No. 80? 40 plus 1440 would... 1500? No, 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 Higher than a thousand four hundred in yeah. terms of revolution. He's degrees. gonna have to go big or go home on this one. Oh, he only pulls out a fourteen forty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, remember Tony Hawk pulled a nine hundred and people exploded? Because even skateboarding, they're up at like ten eighties or standards and stuff now. Like fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Well, the video game was called ten eighty snowboarding, and that was like the epitome. Yeah. Right? The, the Xbox game. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Ten eighty was. As high as it goes. Like, if you, <laughs> yeah. if you max out your character and buy the most expensive snowboard, you'll be able to finally pull off a 1080. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anybody else Olympics? Olympics? No. No? Valentine's Day plans? Well, all three For of everyone but John? People, and I'm not, so there you go. <laughs> I am going to a DeLorean concert. To a what? Concert from the band DeLorean. Ah. Yeah. On Valentine's? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's at the Il Motore. Hmm. And there's still tickets and stuff, so I was like, oh shit, that means it's probably not going to be super crowded. It's not a romantic. Yeah, it's, it's like just a regular a show. thing, so we'll just do like a dinner and a show. Sarah doesn't know nothing. Nice. So, so she, that's good, because she's definitely not going to listen to the right? podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cash in that um, gift that Keith and Sarah got me mm-hmm. for Keithmas, where they would babysit the baby for one night yeah. on Valentine's. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll bring the baby to the show. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Uh, here's the baby. Do you guys have plans? It'll be his first no. show. No plans? <laughs> no. no. Not, not even like a little, like, I love you with a flower? Nothing? I think no, I mean, probably yeah, there'll that. be some small gifts exchanged, I'm sure. And then Cooker dinner we will go to bed very early. Guess, guess what I'm doing? What, are you, you going to hypnotize John? No. Oh. I'm Again? taking him on a helicopter ride. Seriously? Ooh. Yeah, he's never been in a helicopter, so I asked my dad, and you nobody tell him this. Nobody knows. He does not know this. Okay, but to be fair, this comes up on Thursday, so you have to make sure he doesn't listen to it. I'll make sure. Okay. Yeah, trust I've me. never been on a helicopter ride. Yeah, why don't we take us? Why don't we go nine to five girls on a helicopter ride <laughs> on Valentine's Day? <laughs> no. Yeah, let's all <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on. Does anybody here have a helicopter ride booked for Valentine's Day? Because we could use that for the show. Yeah. Shut up, guys. No, I, my dad is, is setting it up. I'm not even telling John where we're going. I'm just like, follow me blindly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm taking him there. And I, I made him a cutesy shit. little gift. Yeah. I hate surprises. So does John. It's driving him nuts. Are you going to take him back on a helicopter ride? Or are you going to like leave him in the Canadian wilderness? What? <laughs> One of the reasons I hate surprises. Like fly uh-huh. into the mountains and be like, uh-huh. now you've learned how to ice skate. Today you're going to learn to mountaineer. <laughs> No. No. 
Yeah. I hate I hate surprises because I think I overblow them in my head, and then I'm always a little disappointed because I'm like, maybe somehow they pulled off like me meeting Stan Lee or something. Maybe that's the <laughs> surprise. I'm like, oh no, it's a party. <laughs> nobody's like, fault but your own. I, it, it's what I just said. I said I overblow it in my own mind. Do you remember the time my we own? tried to do that for Scott? We did try to do that for I know. Scott. We tried really hard. Yeah. I sent him an invite, like yeah. an actual invitation to my wedding. That's amazing. Like, you invited Stan. Stanley to your wedding? He was in town for... He was in Montreal yeah. for the Montreal Comic Con anyways. Yeah. And I'm like, look, there'll be a lot of older Jewish people there. Uh, <laughs> you can get they'll, a nice, they'll be right at home. You can yeah. get a nice steak. Well... Uh, I'll, I'm going to be busy getting married, so I'm not going to super fanboy geek out on you. I heard, heard Stanley likes a good steak. Right? I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> Seriously. Vegetarians? Was, yeah. They, they, like, they it. like it. They just, you know, won't say it and mm. won't eat it. They have a, a, other Did he even respond? No, no, he didn't. Aww. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that asshole. So what are we, what are we, what are we playing? Sophie? What? What are we playing for video games? Um, I've kind of been getting back into WoW a bit. It seems like you're always kind of getting back into yeah. I feel that you're just always kind of into WoW. Okay, well, look, since, <laughs> since last summer, I kind of haven't been playing much, like logging on only for raid, not really doing anything else. Okay. And now, yeah, I just started playing a little bit more, actually hmm. gearing my tune and leveling other stuff. Yay! There, there's a lot of exciting video game things happening. This, yeah. This, um, this Banished game is coming out real soon. Which is like um like a banished s- banished it's it's like a Sim City game kind of but you build like a like a medieval town and why is this exciting? Because Sophie's room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can kick you. You're sitting right. I'm kind of like I, I I like got a little defensive immediately as I said that. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, there's huge hype about this thing. It was built by like one person only. Okay. You manage a bunch of little citizens and you and you build this little town. I don't know why that sounds like when I say it, it sounds so not exciting. But I've been watching videos of people playing it and it looks so fucking compelling. Mm. Something like that, that like that like aggr- aggressive satisfaction that comes out of building a great city in SimCity, but like married with only controlling like a hundred or fifty or ten or whatever little medieval peasants, and then like. Making them happy in their tiny little town. I don't know, just, just like a little dwarf fortress. Exactly. It's like very much like dwarf fortress, except none of the like insanity and actual graphics. Okay. Dwarf fortress is getting a new release really soon. That's that's pretty exciting. Yep. Yeah. You've been uh, you've been in Eve World, no? Eve? Yes, yep. I did. I started playing Eve after our long conversation it was last week. Very hard for John to come out today, presumably because he could be playing Eve. Nah, it's not. <laughs> it, it doesn't have that same kind of like obsessive compulsive grabbing you. By the balls that, like, I don't know, when you, like, get super into WoW, you're just, like, compelled to sit there and play and play and play. I don't I don't think that it has that Could same... you conceivably play Eve and LOL at the same time? Not a chance. <laughs> or actually, no, I take that back. Like, when you... <laughs> when you <laughs> Some chance. When you say LOL, like, League is, like, you cannot not have 100% of your attention right. focused on that game. It is so... But so if you were doing something boring in EVE, though, you could play, like, a 30-minute latch of LOL while your little guy does something. Yeah, like, but you can set your ship up. Like, I have a mining ship. You can set your mining ship up to sit there and mine asteroids and then, like, only, like, address issues in EVE when, when yeah. you have a second in LOL. You could sort of get away with that, maybe, but... I don't think it'd be very good, and your your law would suffer. Like honestly, if you if you have two beers, so you can get a lot of stuff done while ignoring everything you really have to do. In Eve? No, in real life. Oh, there are things that you really. Have to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about that. In, in law, if you if you play after drinking two beers, you will notice a decrease in your performance. Like, I heal better when I'm drunk. Yeah. I always yeah, had yeah, a gin yeah. and tonic I've done that in, in <laughs> WoW also. Like, played hammered and had a super good time. But, like, if you think, like, like think think just doing anything. Like, if you play sports, have play a sport after having two beers, you're like, well, who gives yeah, a yeah. shit? It's two beers. No effect. Wrong. You are affected. It's just that the, the level of precision required of you from whatever that activity is isn't enough to get impacted by two beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. League? We, absolutely yeah. is. We've, we've seen that in Blaze Blue. Yes. Like, every now and then we're yeah. just like, we're like, uh-oh. Like, two sauce for this. Yeah. Like, and we're not, and we're not that... We're just like borderline tipsy or whatever, yeah. but it's just sort of like those combos need to be you fucking put into microseconds. Razor like, precision down to tenths of a second, and that's what League of Legends takes. Like shaving. Like shaving. Yes. The most intense thing Scott does all day is shaving. I bought. The most intense thing I do drunk. <laughs> <laughs> shaving. With your sunglasses on yeah. in the shower. <laughs> Woo! The fuck? And I bought uh, Chris Herman's old Xbox. Uh-huh. 
I have all your old saved games on there, John. Oh, really? Yeah, I deleted what? them all. I'm sorry. Thanks. Which? Yeah, wait, wait. Xbox? Yeah, his X360. What do yeah, I yeah, even yeah. have on there? For sure. You, that was when you uh, lived on uh, Sherbrooke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, totally, totally. On it and you always complain about the controller. Yeah, because it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, we have controllers and we have the Xbox and uh, we're playing a bit of games. I, I started playing Bioshock. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. It's kind of spooky. Yeah, it's a super good game. Really, yeah, really yeah. Good. John, uh, the Scottish boy has been playing um, Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, except you shouldn't play that on the Xbox. And he's been playing Bioshock as well a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Bioshock. It's been fun. So we have um, I will once again say before we move on. Don't ever play Bethesda games on a fucking console. <laughs> Don't do it. It's wrong. What's Bethesda? It's the it's the company that made or or that con, they Elder didn't Scrolls make New Vegas. They made the like engine that New Vegas is programmed in. Okay. And it's the Elder Scrolls engine. Yeah. So it's like any of the Elder Scrolls games or the new Fallout's are all run are made by Bethesda, and their their engines are notoriously shitty. Their games are full of bugs, and all of those bugs get fixed by fans. And those fixes are free and released all the time on the computer. Like New Vegas, there's a fan-made patch that's over a gigabyte large and fixes what is it, thirty thousand bugs? Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, and not like thirty thousand, like like you know, gun this pixel is the wrong color. Yeah, or Gun X has a bug with it. Gun X is in the game a hundred times. That counts as a hundred bugs. No, this is thirty thousand actual individual mistakes in the game that are fixed by a fan and that you can just download for freezies that you cannot get if you get this on the console. And if you, yeah. The best part is if you look, if you like ever scroll through the list, some of them are like, you can now complete this mission. Yeah. Because there's missions that you just can't complete yeah. on PlayStation. You're like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Thanks that's, for uh, that. That's pretty funny. That explains why the game crashed a few times. All the fucking time. Yeah. And you, normally games on the 360 are on a console. You expect to be essentially crash free. Yeah. Not Bethesda. Worst comes to worst, you blow on it, put it back in. <laughs> he can't yeah. sleep sometimes, and he plays it. And this morning, I was I was sleeping in, and I the dialogue was too loud, and I started dreaming about the dialogue. Yeah. And the songs in that stupid game are just like <laughs> there are like three songs that are on loop. Yeah. And that I swear to God, I can sing them to you. It's ridiculous. Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two, the one big Yeah, with the big iron on his hip. Big iron on his hip. Yeah, I played the shit out of New Vegas. Yeah. There's a, there's a, I don't know, is it New Vegas or maybe it's, it just might be three songs. Actually, has a playlist like follow three playlist to listen to the songs of music when you're just like listen to the followed music when you're not playing the game in case you just want to. I told you about that when I was when I was playing Fallout Three. <laughs> fucking this is the I think the only time where I've been like stupidly uh like not realizing what I was necessarily doing and I was like why are there bobby pins in my pocket because <laughs> I was just picking up Sarah's bobby pins because you need them for lock picking <laughs> but I was like oh bobby pin on the fucking counter and then Useful. I was like <laughs> I'm like this is gonna come in handy later <laughs> no it won't <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to pick locks let alone with bobby pins <laughs> like, even if I had like a tumbler kit or whatever nope Fucking glue. She did hold your hair in place nicely. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I started uh, Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you liking it? Uh, I I just finished the first mission. Okay. Which, which is, is the one where you're assembling parts in the ruined town with his friend, Ethan's friend, or Joel's? no? So Joel's before that, this is where you go. Like really, like the first, first, first mission. Okay. This guy fucked you over, and you're gonna go get him. Okay. That's yeah. like the yeah, first yeah, yeah. thing. And I like it a lot. Graphically, it's fucking like stupendous. Yeah. Uh, fucking looks fantastic. Gameplay is it's fucking plays like a, an Uncharted game. So yep. if you're played any Uncharted games, you know exactly what to play. The 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 thing that I have an issue with, and this isn't really spoilers, because it comes up almost instantly. And I assume that there's going to be a bit of a redemption story going on. But right now, I'm like, I'm killing a lot of humans. Like yeah, like a lot of them. That- kind kind of willy nilly. And I'm like, I don't know if I feel that you're really a good guy guy yeah like that gets addressed okay yeah and, it, and it, it's sort of like it sets up it does it like now this is so spoilers last of us spoilers ready guys first yeah. mission spoilers do you yeah, yeah but, but it, it matters, it there, matters there, there's there's a, a major well okay this is a minor spoiler there's like a major event that happens in the first like maybe 20 to 30 minutes of the game that is like would i would consider a spoiler skipping that yeah that major event the game picks up 20 years after that so, which is, like, obviously a, an artistic choice to be, like, holy shit, you've missed so much of this character's development. Yeah. Like, what took him from the guy in the beginning to the guy that you're playing for 
presumably the rest of the game. So, like, I guess they have that fucking leeway, and I was like, I hope they're kind of going to explain it. But as a gamer, I'm not super into the fact that I'm killing people left, right, and center. Like, I'm just kind of like... Like, it's just like it's a weird choice, you know? Like... Yeah, I was totally bugged out by that, too, at the start. Yeah, because there's just, like, there's these, like, various factions are set up. Like, so there's, I mean... If you know anything, it's a post-apocalyptic thing. So there's kind of like a mutant group, and then there's like freedom fighters. Then there's kind of like seems to be some mercenaries, the and, army, and then there's the yeah, army. Yeah. And you're just like, I'll kill any of them, like, and I really don't give a shit. And you're just kind of like, but the 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 presentation of the guy in the beginning is not that he's a fucking cold-hearted, cold-hearted murderer. Yeah. And like, I guess something happened. Then we're gonna. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. But it's still very jarring as a like as an experience to be like. Totally. I think as 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 a evidence of like storytelling in a video game, mm. this is easily in the top three, if not the greatest game of all time, for telling like having characters develop on the screen that you care about, mm-hmm. and the like acting that was involved with the different scenes. It fails on a couple of levels that are that are like Which gameplay like related, kind of unavoidable, really. Yeah, it's like nothing. Can, nothing's perfect, right? It's but so you can find there are problems with the game, but absolutely this is in the top yeah, five yeah. games that you will ever play. Without things going totally crazy in the gaming world in the next couple of decades, like this is really something special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like the that, that was like my whole one of my major beefs with La Noir is that yeah. like your character cares about murdering when it's story murder. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, it's a shootout at the bank, and you're like, time to murder some Seven gangsters. People. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just like, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a bunch of gangsters, and then kill them, and then the next mission, you have to like shoot a guy on a rooftop, and you're like, I killed a man today. Do you know what that feels like? I was like, I'm pretty sure that on my way here, I answered a call, like a non-story mission call. I killed seven Murdered people. a bunch of people, just shot the shit out of them. I feel that we could have maybe talked or negotiated. <laughs> it was a hostage situation. Didn't do that. Instead, I went to the trunk of my car i got a shotgun and ran into the bank shooting everyone that was what i decided to do and now i'm fucking being a little bitch about shooting a guy up on a rooftop because it's in a cinema like fuck you yeah. fuck you video games I, I never went i never answered a single one of those calls when i was playing la noir i only did the story missions story mission to story mission to story mission and i used the autopilot to go from one to the next oh yeah you... what was that game you were playing the 80s inspired one uh blood dragon yeah because that had some pretty good storytelling characters that you care about <laughs> develop on the screen apparently the next one from that group that group of ubisoft is going to be also like ridiculous nonsense like 80s throwback style stuff like they're like a miami vice style thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Sounds like, like they're, they're gonna try to keep a lot of the themes that they got because blood dragon was like a way bigger success than they thought like yeah. fucking had tons of I was like, yeah. Because it had, like, Rambo-worthy love scenes. Yeah. The super weird 16-bit fucking sex scenes. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, you remember, like, 16-bit cinematics where they were all, like, scrunched up into a a box on the top because if they were bigger, then you'd see the pixels. A la Ninja Gaiden kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, like, a full nudity sex scene (laughs) in that mode, like, slowly moving back and forth and stuff. And, like, (laughs) clenching the fist on the sheets all super slow. (laughs) So good. Yeah. In conclusion, also Mm -hmm. play Blood Dragon. Yeah. I've been playing Civ 5. Yeah. I've tried really hard not to win my military victories all the time. Really? And the last time I, I succeeded by winning a diplomatic victory mm-hmm. because I killed every, everyone else. Uh-huh. And I set the game to um, allow people to survive even though I've taken all their cities. Oh yeah, so they spawn back as another like one. No, no, they just like you have to kill all their cities and all their troops to eliminate them. Okay. So then on some distant land was the last nation <laughs> and I destroyed that nation's cities and put like traded those cities to those those nations that were still alive. Mm-hmm. So I had like seven nations on this tiny little island all fighting each other. <laughs> so you made a concentration camp of your enemies. Yeah. Basically. And then I formed, <laughs> then I formed the United Nations and everyone was like Scott should rule. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I just, I don't know what it is. I think it says something about my personality when another country says, hey, we've been friends for a long time. Why don't you give me some sugar? I just kind of have to destroy them. (laughs) I just will not abide by that. Note to self, never become your neighbor. (laughs) I was like, we're friends. Unfriend, Scott. I I find it super tedious to go through the whole military thing. Like, I can can handle a a couple. That is just... Just recklessly military. Really? Just like, I, greetings. 
we have just encountered Gandhi. Attack Gandhi. Amazing. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a game that I've played. Like I always get. Like, like... I haven't developed anything but troops. I'm just sending them running wild. <laughs> what uh, what speed do you play on? Uh, right now I'm playing on standard. That yeah. one I won the diplomatic victory was on epic. Okay. And that was just like, I, why does everybody hate me? And now I have to fight them. Yeah. It was. <clears throat> It took a long time to play that game. I'm like the complete opposite in games. Like I always give like an idiot the computer the benefit of the doubt, and then when there's like a betrayal, I'm like, you fucking piece of shit computer. Really? Like I trusted you. <laughs> like, like I, I don't like whenever I play like Civ games and stuff like that. I'm always like, just give the computer my total trust. So, like I don't know why. That's I'm crazy. I'm the exact opposite of that. I, I always like don't trust them within an inch but don't go to war with them so I build up gigantic militaries to defend my little tiny square and never let anybody come close I, I found it so so I'm bad at risk getting good at that like having a successful nation mm-hmm. just means trading with other countries is so much harder it, it really does like I don't know then I find that so ridiculous and I find it just easier to destroy them at that point well, like at the start of the game, like I have sugar, you have salt. Let us trade sugar for salt. Yeah. And then I build my nation up, so I'm super rich and I have all kinds of cool stuff. And they're like, "Oh, I need some sugar again. I have salt." And they're like, "Yeah, we want salt and seven thousand gold and horses and iron and ore, and you have to accept our embassy." And, and now like, we're going to war. <laughs> like what? No. And then yeah. I'm just gonna go over there and crush your cities and take your sugar. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, history. The sugar baron. What's your favorite uh, sip? <laughs> um. It has been Hungary. Mm-hmm. But, Wait, um, Hungary? They're not Aust- even Austria. 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 Okay. Austria. Yeah, that ability to buy city-states. Super good. Super yeah. super fun and super useful when you're non-stop destroying right. stuff. You just make friends with a city-state that's behind someone else's lands. You buy that city-state, and then all your troops spawn out of there. And hmm. you, that's you, a really good strategy, you, actually. You gift them all your troops. What yeah. is this game, sorry? Civilization. Yeah. So you give them all your troops first. Yeah. So they have like ten troops that they they don't even know what to do with, and then you buy it. And you. Take oh my god! And you it. and you've like teleported your units behind enemy lines yeah. into a wow. That's fucking great. Yeah, that's really next cool. next game. Try the Incas. They are so fucking good. I'm playing Rome right now. Oh yeah, Rome's really fun. Just, also, yeah. again, they're just. I'm playing recklessly aggressive. Yeah, but Rome Rome does it so well. Their bonus, like the extra production for building anything yeah. that is in Rome. Fucking so good. Yeah. Civ well, 5, Keith. It's like, well, you've alienated half of the people in this room. Yeah, but it's for a fucking great <laughs> game. It's Sid Meier. He's, I, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. he's made a game that I haven't liked. Yeah. He made Pirates. I don't know if Sid Meier was involved pirates. with this one. I know Fer- like it's a Firaxis title, but and, and, Civ's, and Sid's name is on the box, but I don't know if he was actually still mm-hmm. part of it. I don't really think it's much of a stretch from the other Civ games. It's just... This one was a big change. This is the first one that had hex maps. This is the first one that had, like, um, I'm trying to think what else. City-States was a pretty gigantic change. Yeah. I don't know. I watched a movie, guys. Yeah, what'd you watch? I watched two movies. I watched... I watched Tell one. us about those movies, Keith. Go, Sophie. No, no, you started it, Keith. Okay. I watched, first of all, the the latest Adam Sandler atrocity. The Or not the latest, Jack one of them. No, That's My Boy. I watched That's My Boy. Ooh, was it an atrocity? Andy Samberg. And... I decided that it was not an atrocity. It, it Go because on. <laughs> it was wholly watchable in the way that Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore are. Mm-hmm. I'm just replaying it, bro. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, and I realized that those movies are probably pretty terrible. I don't, but they no. just hold up because we watched them a bunch when we were kids. Okay. I never did, and I hated them. Yeah. Mm. Like I, I, think, I think they're much more absurd and, and subtle. In a lot of ways, than some other. Hold on, hold on. Movies. Happy Gilmore was subtle. Go on. I want some justification. Or, or on that Billy one. Madison, where he has to. You eat shit for breakfast. Billy Madison, where he has to go, like go through all of his schooling in like a year or whatever, so that he can inherit millions. Yeah, yeah. that's a subtle storyline yeah, right there. Sure well, that's, that's a storyline that like you just wouldn't have expected from Hollywood. So much as that's my boy, where. It's a young, successful person encounters their wacky dad. Yeah, but you know why their wacky dad is like that's the kind of weird part of the story, right? Like the the son is the love child of a fucking like eighth grader and his teacher. So that's like the relationship and the why there's he was such a shitty dad. So I think that's kind of weird as a storyline. Okay, like, wait, was it funny? 
you there laugh? were funny moments. I like there yeah. were parts where I laughed. Like I was like, eh, it's terrible. Yeah. Like, but I'm just saying. But if <laughs> if you're like, if you want to like. Like if you want to smoke a big joint and you're like I've watched Happy Ma- Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison like a thousand times like this is like I found it much more watchable than uh, what was the other Adam Sandler one that I ended up seeing Grown Ups I saw Grown Ups didn't no we watched that together and we turned it off like halfway through pretty sure maybe or was that his other one the serious one he tried to do no that was Punch Drunk you know Love what? that was alright you know why I won't watch Grown Ups why because Kevin James is not Chris Farley yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Kevin James is not Chris Farley and I won't accept everyone else telling me. In that movie that he is. Yeah, exactly. It's a bunch of SNL cast members and Kevin James. It's like (laughs) David Spade and Adam Sandler and Chris Rock and Kevin James. Like, no. No, you're thinking Chris Farley. Yeah. He's dead. Yep. That makes me sad. It does make me. It makes me too sad to even watch the movie. Yeah, Yeah, Grown Ups was like unwatchable bad. Jack and Jill apparently also was just like an apocalypse. It didn't even. He was nominated for the, the Raspberry. The worst actor. The Razzie? And yeah. the, the worst actress. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. The other one I watched is a little a little more exciting. Uh, it's still very bad. <laughs> I watched the Joseph Gordon-Levitt film Premium Rush. Premium Rush? I watched that. That's yeah. the, bike, the bike courier movie. It's not even terrible. No, it wasn't bad. It, it's, it's like, okay, there's... Here, there's a lot of biking. Okay. <laughs> like, a lot of people looking really intense on bikes. Like, I think that they felt like they were like, remember how cool it looked when people were driving in Fast and the Furious? And they were like, we're going to do that, but on bikes. Yeah, exactly. Did you, ever, did you ever see Kevin Bacon's classic Quicksilver? I think it's like I an did, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's about a bike courier who has to deliver a thing by... Really fast. Seven o'clock on premium rush because uh-huh. through various things and then a guy who owes... Yeah, okay. Here's a here's a quick synopsis. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a fun-loving bike courier who's also completed law school and just needs to pass the bar, but can't see himself wearing a suit. Uh-huh. So he's a bike courier and on a good day makes $80. Nice. Now, the guy from uh, Boardwalk Empire who plays the G-Man there, mm-hmm. you know the guy? Yeah. yeah General yeah. Zod. Huh? General Zod. General Zod he's from really the new good, Superman. Right? Yeah, he also in this film. So you have like two fucking top-notch actors just yeah. dicking around in this movie, like clear, clearly <laughs> slumming it, and just because yeah. both of them are playing like, like you can see them like hamming up the performance in it. Like <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt being like way too intense, and the fucking this guy plays like a crooked cop who owes like a gambling debt to like Chinese gambling people, right. like fifty thousand dollars or whatever. And so, yeah, the whole thing is that what he's, what Joseph Gordon-Levitt is delivering is worth $50,000, so the cop wants to steal it to pay off his debt. Hmm. And then hijinks and lots of biking. In, in Manhattan. In Manhattan. Dangerous biking. Traffic. Dangerous biking. A lot of traffic biking. The biking scenes are, like, obviously CG enhanced and stuff. Oh, yeah, but he also has a superpower. Wait, what? Joseph Gordon-Levitt also has a superpower. Yeah, this is quite the jump. <laughs> yeah, no, he can he can be super like when he's analytical. He- it's like when he's heading in, when he like this happens like three or four times in the fucking movie when he's like heading to a busy intersection. He goes like whoosh, and zooms in on his eyes and he looks forward and then he sees like in, like analysis mode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you like, see like, like a little Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see like a little line like snakes through traffic and then he like hits a baby and he's like no and then he like looks <laughs> somewhere else and then like a little line like snakes through traffic and like a fucking like. Dump truck just like drops on him or whatever. Oh my like, nope. god, this sounds retarded. And then he finds like so the really path, and then he's like, "Yeah." That does sound he, retarded. <laughs> oh, he literally John, also no. <laughs> in <laughs> what you just did yeah. is literally what the character does every time he makes it through a dangerous intersection. He literally is like, <laughs> "A girlish giggle? as he like goes, yes, wow, like, as he this makes it amazing. through the intersection. Also, there's an amazing tiny little subplot. Because Joseph Gordon-Levitt is playing a fixed gear cyclist. Or what? So like you can't bike courier on a fixed. They, you well, so many of them do. Oh my god! Yeah, it's because their fucking legs are made of pistons, so they, they can actually backlock and fucking like skid stop. I don't know what that means. And, and there's another fixies means you don't have a gear. It's like the chain is direct on the wheel. Like so on your like BMX. Yeah, but okay. not because a BMX usually had a back pedal brake. Yeah, right. So it's you can bike backwards on a fixie. But that means that there's n- there isn't no there. You can have a fixie and brakes on the tires, yeah. but a lot of people don't. So what you need to do is you need to lock the chain to stop the gears from spinning to yeah. be strong enough to be completely like, stop yourself to the power of stopping the pedals from moving completely to lock the tires, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Your legs need to be fucking 
like crafting really. steel. Yeah. Anyways, exactly. there's another courier who's like a has like a, a fancy gym mat, right. has a fancy you know third thirty twos. 50, yeah. 58 speed. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's always like, my bike is better and I'm a better cyclist. Right. But then the fixie wins out in the end. Yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. Well, the fi- uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and he's always like, brakes are going to kill you. Like, that's Joseph Gordon Levitt. And then do like, they? I can never see myself with brakes. Although, there is a scene, and this is like unbelievable because <laughs> fucking, <Jesus>. like, <laughs> brakes are very necessary on a bicycle, guys. Where, <laughs> do not like, go on your bike without brakes. The fucking girl, like, tears the brakes off her bikes after they cause an accident. But I'm like, how do you. How, what kind of fucking brakes do you have on your bike? You can just, like, grab the cables and just yank them away and be like, so long, brakes. Maybe that's why the brakes almost killed her. Probably. There were some shitty ass fucking brakes that she had running. <laughs> and then they do a scene where they're like, Remember that scene in Spider-Man where he gets his powers and he kind of flips around the warehouse for a little while? Yeah, yeah. They do that with the bikes. Well, yeah, because he gets a he hops on a little uh, on like a trials BMX, like super soft, squishy wheels. And yeah, all that he stuff. ends up like on the top of a warehouse in the rafters. Yeah, and he's like hopping around because apparently he was he did competition. Oh, of course, beforehand. like in between becoming a lawyer, <laughs> a lawyer becoming and also a lawyier. bike courier. So ridiculous! Oh my God, also, did you, did you did you did <laughs> you? Did you tour ca- the force performance? <laughs> acting in drama. Did you catch the like the the completely like while they're at the bar, they reference that the band that was just playing, although not in a scene, was Sleigh Bells. And I'm like, so wait, they probably had Sleigh Bells and then cut them from yep. the film because they were like, we need more biking. Like we have like booked like an actual fucking band that clearly does a thing, and they were like, give it up one more time for Sleigh Bells, and everybody cheers. But like, there's no actual Sleigh Bells performance in the movie, and I'm like. That's a definite deleted scene. Either like, that or they got in trouble with the label. There was some like conflict over the rights to the song. Which I re- it happens. I really doubt it on a big fucking like Sony Pictures special effects fucking hey, bike movie. You never and know. Stuff. They, they had Michael Shannon just yelling at some old That's people. what it was. Michael Shannon. Good, yeah. good fucking pick. A second. Michael Shannon? What? Yeah. He's Who's the, Michael the Shannon? General Zod, the, the guy from... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. He's he great. He is. He's, he's, he's the main he, bad guy. He plays the main bad guy in this movie. He, oh, he was man, in... He give me the package back. This movie on Netflix called Gimme Shelter that I started watching and then was like holy shit this is a really serious good movie and I haven't picked it back up again but hmm. it's like a super like a drama horror movie it's kind of weird yeah. about him going insane hmm. anyway nonetheless I, think, yeah. I still thought it was funny that they probably deleted a Sleigh Bell's performance for more bike action yeah because the movie is basically two hours of bike action I'm, I'm like I finished 13 episodes of World War 2 in color and I'm halfway through the second season of um, Doonton Abbey Doonton Abbey. Doonton Abbey. <laughs> I, I, should I watch this? Okay, so it, it's like, I want to feel bad for enjoying it. Because it's, it's definitely like a soap opera about British, hoity-toities. We're out and of like, tea! Yeah, like, seriously, and there's characters who are like that. And then you're like, I should not be enjoying, this should not be as fun as it is. But it's super fucking fun. And it's all like, it's clearly a soap opera. Well, it, the, yeah, that was, that was how and, it was, like, packaged. It was like, yeah. soap opera for smart people. Like, basically, like, yeah. that doesn't completely, like, talk down to you or whatever. Okay, and, like, you know what? I'm going to start watching like, it just to drive There certainly are, John like, crazy. hyper corny characters that are stereotypes. I'm going and, to die die in this place yeah yeah well <laughs> world war one happens and then yeah. they deal with like a bunch of them getting shipped off to war and like oh, we're british keep a stiff upper lip chip, chip, pop, pop, and all that <laughs> whatever and uh yeah totally enjoyable it's experience just trench foot <laughs> uh, yeah i could carry on <laughs> yeah and th- there's one character who comes back like that and one who comes back with like the the shakes and freaking all screwed up from shell shock, shell shock like super super PTSD. graphically can't so walk it's around a comedy no, it's... PTSD it's, is not funny, <laughs> Sophie. <laughs> you think? Eh. Anyway, recommend highly. Okay. Super fun. I have a high recommendation for a TV thing. Go. No, even though it's on the computer. No, I still have my movie. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I watched movie The time. Countess on Netflix, starring uh, Julie Delpy. I love Julie Delpy. Yeah. She's been on my list forever. <laughs> Julie Delpy, who is this? Julie Delpy? Yeah. She's yeah. an actress. Okay. You don't know no, who Julie Delpy is? Wow, no shit, Sophie. A movie uh, starring a person who's an actress? Question, she was in Killing Zoe, Before Sunrise, uh, American uh, Werewolf in Paris. Okay. Three mm-hmm. Musketeers! <laughs> so how is The Countess? What's it about? Because right now I'm involved thinking of The Count from Sesame Street. It's uh, The Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Nice. More. Yeah, uh, and it's an interesting take on that story. Uh, it's what's that story for listeners? What? <laughs> Keith doesn't know who it is. Really? I said, what's that story for listeners? For, okay, for Keith. Also, uh, listeners. Countess Elizabeth Bathory uh, was known for being insane and okay. believing that uh, bathing in the blood of young Ooh. women 
preferably mm-hmm. virgins, would keep her looking young. Did gotcha. it? Hold on. Is it a spoiler if you tell us if it did or not? <laughs> I'm not telling. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> not telling. But this is... She's still alive today. This is more... Um, <laughs> Name Sophie. Autobiographical. This okay. word is hard well, to say. Hold on. It would be autobiographical if you were the Countess Bathory. That's not. It's more biographical. <laughs> there, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> it's more. Bi- <laughs> okay. So then, they for those did- for those people listening at home, Sophie does look like she's 15 years old, and has for as long as I've known her. She also doesn't like hanging around virgins very long. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you guys. I hate you guys. Why can I never say? I, God damn it! I'm gonna shove my socks down your throat. I swear to God. I'm sorry. So, so this is biographical, right? So it's right? not played for horror; it's played for stories. Well, it is pretty fucking horrific. Yeah. She goes psycho because her heart is broken and fucked with, and she's being manipulated. And yeah. So she, wait, she's the victim. They portray her as being uh, somewhat victimized, but. Not any less monstrous okay. than what she is. Right. So they they don't make an excuse for her. They just say this is what led her to this hmm. in some ways. So I thought it was oh, a weird way, and it's very offsetting because it makes you very sympathetic towards her. But then you see how monstrous she is, and you're like, I'm uncomfortable in every way possible because I feel bad for this chick, even though she's doing all of this. So it's really hmm. weird and really interesting, and I recommend watching it. Cool. Yep. I started like, watching ABCs of Death. ABCs of Death. I think I saw that recommended to me. What is it? Yeah, it's by. It's a. It's a horror movie, very B-rated. Um, basically, they get twenty-six uh, horror directors from around the world, give mm-hmm. them a letter, tell them to choose a word, did and they make a little horror this? movie. I think we did talk about I think this. We did talk about this. Yeah, yeah, I didn't make. I made it to like G or H. Really? It yeah. was boring. Or what, like what happened? It, it was really weird. Weird, man. You gotta use a better adjective. Uh, Come on. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, wasn't scary enough. Often played for straight up strangeness. Mm-hmm. Like one of them was like Duck. hydroelectrocution and it was a set in World War Two, and there was a pilot watching a, like a striptease show but the pilot was actually a bulldog and the stripper was like a cat and then the cat was a Nazi and the Nazi sent a robot to bite the dog's balls off and then they fought for a little bit and he electrocuted the cat in the water and the cat's face the letter H and then (laughs) the letter H and then it went on to the next one I'm like what yeah who was in charge of editing he said G but then he did H whatever no hydroelectric (laughs) hydroelectrocution H H, yeah Mm -hmm. you said you watched till G so how do you know that H was hydroelectric that was definitely are you coming on this podcast and telling lies your story is full of holes there was a couple of interesting why would the robot bite his balls off that doesn't make any sense that is cat behavior I can't believe anything you guys are fucked Scott lies F F was for fart and it was definitely done by a Japanese director oh Oh, those Japanese were up to it again Fun. Yeah, just if, if you only see one of the shorts from that movie, I would make I it would F. Make it F. How <laughs> short are they? Are they a couple minutes? Like, because yeah, that's whole, it. Like, the whole I, movie I, was two hours. So yeah, because that's it. I can I can sit through two hours. Yeah, exactly. If you're like that was stupid, next like a Ramones song. <laughs> 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 yeah, if the Ramones were made by a Japanese horror director, though, that sounds okay to me. <laughs> I would, I would check that out. We really we really should write movie recommendations. This movie is if the Ramones were made by a Japanese horror director. Oh, I'll pick this Sold. up. <laughs> Sounds like a movie I'd pick up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I turned it off. Yeah, I don't even really like horror movies that much. So yeah, that's a weird choice yeah. for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then, I like to reaffirm my decision and yeah. not wanting to watch horror because Netflix has a whole lot of it on there. I, I try you to watch. You me watch horror. Like a trillion. I confusing I, Scott. I'm sorry. Shitty horror movies. I watch horror movies on Netflix all the time. I, I put know. them up and they just I go. I downloaded your, and they your go, hard drive of movies. And they like, go and they go. So um, I watched two recently that were actually pretty good. And I was like shocked at how well, like how good these were for like B, no budget horror movies. One of them was like Room 431 or something, which has probably been recommended to you guys. And the other one, fuck, I don't remember the name right now. I'm going to look it up. I wasn't even expecting to talk about mm-hmm. this. I, I, I'm going to finish my for Room 431 thing. Room 431? I feel that that's... 
Is that the terrible Stanley Kubrick movie? Yeah. No. I also watched that, but you're right. That was the name of the Stanley Kubrick one. But yeah, exactly. it might have been something else like Floor 3 or something. It was okay. like a combination, whatever okay. name. And it like both of these movies, the other one was an Australian fuck. It's going to come to me. And they were both like very simple horror stories that were done extremely well on no budget. And like you could tell the actors were all like no names. The budget was yeah. exactly zero. But they took like – but you know like you can, like um, when you try and make the scope of a film really big on no budget and it gets away from you, it ends up looking worse than if you had just done something very simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and both of these movies – go. The Saw Rules, right? Yeah. Where they made the movie backwards. They said we have a budget of X. What can we do with this budget? Yeah, like what can we get away with within this budget? Yeah. yeah. So they're yeah. like, let's make a movie with one room. Okay, now let's work backwards on that and write a story that takes place in one room. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Rather than, we've got this great story and only X amount of dollars, yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. try and stretch each dollar to the... Yeah, that was like the, the Robert Rodriguez thing too. Is He was like, if you have a, like a sweet location, fucking make your whole Take movie in that image. sweet location because other locations are going to be like harder to get. Like, yeah. What was it? Redemption we just watched? Not yeah. Redemption. Um, there was that movie. What was that movie? The Resolution. Twist? We just watched Resolution. Yeah, Resolution is exactly. exactly that. Where the guys were like, "Wow, we have this creepy looking cabin in the fields near California. So let's let's just make a movie there. It'll be great." And, yeah. and it was brilliant. Same thing too with uh, that cube. movie that we cube. Let's cube. Cube. Let's just yeah. have one cube. And yeah. We'll change different lights and stuff, yeah, yeah. but it'll look like that movie that we had that was the the bar movie that had super cool practical effects and was all taking place. Roadhouse. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, the, the one uh, that was supposed to be like Quentin Tarantino, but totally wasn't. Yeah, but it's still not bad. Yeah, it was all right. It was like an okay little yeah, schlocky That had Mark Hamill and... Um... No, 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 no. That's not the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> that's I think so the one... worse. No. <laughs> no, that's Sushi Girl. You're talking sushi about Sushi Girl. girl. Yeah. No, this one was way, way more horror, but with a lot of practical effects. Like, it was like a dude in a fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like a... Uh, it's like Feast? The house got filled up with traps and shit, right? Was it Feast? Yeah. It might have been Might have been Feast. Yeah. I just... I, I don't know. Did I talk about Attack the Block last time? No, I but totally we all watched Attack the Block. Talked really? Oh, man. I, didn't, didn't, I really, didn't I really, really liked Attack the Block a lot. Yeah. I think I watched it. Yes, I did. I the watched big, it. The alien yeah. space dogs with glow teeth. That's right. Yeah, in, the in, aliens looked fucking fantastic. They looked and the kids were the kids were completely endearing and awesome. I, I totally didn't like the. To kids me, it was like it was like a little bit like a little more gangster Goonies. <laughs> Do you like, have a little brother? No. How old are you? Fifteen. You look older. Thank you. Uh, I liked that bit. That was fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that movie a bit. We're coming up to the bottom of the show, and I really wanted to ask Scott a very serious question. Is it a do personal you, question? It is. What do kind you have of question any, is any it? Any remotely Valentine's Day romantic-related puke stories? <laughs> have I ever puked on Valentine's Day? <laughs> wow. I don't know. What's the most romantic puke story you have? Most romantic puke story? Yeah, I should have. I, I feel bad that I should. I should have set you yeah, up for this. Yeah, you could have reflected a little, a little bit more. Man, I don't have to. Have to think about that. I have to think about it. Damn. I don't have to come back to another. another I don't podcast. know. I, 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 I was never around. I have a couple of good Scott puking stories, but I, none that I was like. None I was never there on Valentine's. So. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. I was really hoping we could close off with a romantic Scott puking. It's story. true. It's been a while since we've heard a Scott vomitorium. <laughs> <laughs> My vomitorium. Well, was that is that a real thing? My was that, was that like a myth? Vomitorium. No, no, no. It's, it's a mistranslation. So the vomitorium okay. to vomit in in ancient Latin was just to exit or to leave. Mm, That's why in the modern term you're exiting from the mouth. But at the time, the vomitorium would have every building would have one. It's just where you exit from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. But, but see, it works great in, in the context of this podcast because if we end on the vomitorium, that makes sense because we're leaving. And then Honestly, Scott is also telling us. Oh, we're so witty and I we know. do it on purpose. That, that shit was totally on we're purpose. We're vomiting from your eardrums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I once puked off an eight-story balcony. Eight-story high balcony. Nice. That to, is romantic. To just try to hit a couple that was walking by underneath. Huh. Why? I feel like that's a good way to... Did you know the couple? No. So you thought it would be no. just good to throw up on random strangers from eight stories high? I you might have been drunk. Well, they, nothing wrong with this plan. They were not random wrong. strangers with each other. And I feel like we would have bonded at some moment. If, like a real personal connection. You were like, this I is the way to make friends. That's a, that's a unique connection that not a lot of people have. How do you guys meet each, each other? other? Well. <laughs> I was walking with my girlfriend at the time. Scott puked on us. Scott puked on us. <laughs> he was like, there's a party up here, guys. You should come. There's <laughs> a shower. <laughs> You'll probably need it. There's uh, more beer and puke. The entire party at that point ran away out of the apartment into the next door neighbor's house because we were worried that couple was going to come upstairs and yell at us. Yeah. yeah. Did they Did they see you try to throw up on them? 
Well, they definitely saw puke hit the, hit the floor oh. around them. Okay. My aim was not so good due to the amount of alcohol. <laughs> no wind figure. resistance, all sorts of... Yeah, it was right downtown, so there's a wind tunnel there on, on Mezenev. Wow. Closing thoughts? I'm really sorry, you two. <laughs> <laughs> we assume you're listening. I was, I was young and I did not know better. I did not know how to make friends. <laughs> I was so very lonely. So we... I uh, I got nothing. John, I'm, I'm savagely embarrassed. I don't remember the name of these two movies. I'm yeah. gonna look them up, and I'm gonna I'm actually gonna write post them on oh. on the site underneath. Are you gonna do? I am going. <laughs> to. You're not gonna write an old article. You're just gonna post a comment. I'm just gonna post the names because these were both like really totally watchable horror flicks on Netflix Canada. It's it's a fucking find, and I had to watch a lot of shit. To get <laughs> me, so. At least link to the trailers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I can, the movie. I can do something like that. Yeah. On Netflix. On Netflix. Nine to five entertainment system, everybody. Yay! Vomiting from your earbuds. That's because we're leaving. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9TO5DOTCC, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9TO number 5CC on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. Alright, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.